All right, so we're off and recording a new episode of the Cute Chat Podcast, and I'm with my good friend, Miss Courtney Podgy, and today we're just going to talk about, we're going to be a little different, you know, it's a new year, we want to do stuff a little fresh, um, so we're actually going to talk about a few of the current events that's been happening over the past week or so. Courtney, you want to say hi? Hello, everyone, all the go queens. <laughs> How are you? I hope things are going well. I hope your year is starting off bold and I hope you are, you know, driving towards your dreams. Awesome. So we want to just start off just talking about a few current events and me and Courtney was chatting for a few minutes before we hit record. So one of the first things we wanted to talk about, I know um, a lot of talk has been going on about the Aaron Hernandez documentary. Um, What were your thoughts Mm -hmm. on that? Oh, boy. <laughs> I know, that's a good way um, to start. <laughs> you know, I, I went into it not knowing everything. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I thought I did. You know, right. I thought the few highlights and, and um, you know, headings and, and headlines that I heard, I'm like, oh, I got it. Boom, 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 boom. Connect the dots. Right. Um, but watching the documentary... Um, open me up to a lot of things. And I know people, you know, say documentaries are slay, are swayed, I'm sorry, or one-sided. But I like to think I'm somebody who can still read kind of between the lines and make my own opinions or come to my own conclusions. You know, I've, I've watched other things and been like, mm, I don't know about that, you know. Right. Um, so all in all, I do feel I do feel he was troubled. I do think his sexuality has something to do with it. Right. And I do believe he may be in a mix of all of that with some toxic masculinity thrown in. Um, thought he needed to prove himself as a man. Mm-hmm. A and B, I think it's indicative of what happens with a lot of young people, not just young men, but young women as well. Mm-hmm. They have this fantasy in their minds of being gangster, of being hardcore, of of living this certain lifestyle that I guess has been glamorized for them. That is a good point. So they they want to mimic it and and that that's what I got from him from a personality standpoint. I, I have to admit I'm not sold on him having shot the two gentlemen at the club. I'm still I I still need to kind of maybe read the case more and from an objective standpoint, something about that, I was like, hmm, I'm not sure. Right. But most certainly, if he didn't pull the trigger um, for uh, Odin Lloyd, um, he most certainly was in that place at that time, and he knows what happened. True. My thoughts on it now, I followed the whole Aaron Hernandez trial and everything, and you know, when he committed suicide, I wasn't too privy to like the previous reports of, you know, his homosexuality, you know, I just wasn't really into that stuff. But once I saw the documentary, I had so many mixed feelings. I kind of felt like they, he clearly was tortured over his sexuality, but also Mm -hmm. it was just weird that they kept, I felt the documentary dwelled on it a little too much for me. Like I felt kind of uncomfortable by it because at the end of the day, he was kind of thrown out the closet, you know, like when the media was reporting it, when he was still 
you know, playing. And that's all, that's unfortunate in any situation I feel when you out someone. And, you know, he had a very tortured life. It was just really hard to watch. It was just so many, oh my God, moments where my mouth was like dropped open. Mm -hmm. But I just felt Mm -hmm. like the documentary focused a little too much on his sexuality because it's like, are we blaming the fact that he was closeted and tortured by it on his murderous behavior or what? It was just, it was just I had so many strange takeaways from it. It's just some of it I was like, this is a, a lot. You know, I just felt like they dwelled on his homosexuality a little too much, you know, and then that whole case about him, if he really did kill those people over a spilled drink, it was just kind of like, whoa. Like, he's, like, right. like is he a serial killer? Like, it was just, like, wow. It's just so much to digest watching it. And another thing I picked up was just, like, the whole girlfriend, you know, how she was ride or die for him, even kind of going against her own sister to stick Tell with him. So that was really, it was hard. It was just amazing to watch just to hear all of those things and his mother sleeping with the... Mm-hmm. The aunt's husband, it's just like, it was like a major soap opera, you know, it's unfortunate, like he had a very tortured life, you know, but it was definitely interesting. I'm curious as to why there's so much current coverage regarding him, though, because I think um, ID Discovery Channel or some other news outlet is doing another documentary on him, too, which I find kind of weird. Like, what is this current new interest in Aaron Hernandez like it's just I don't know it's very weird but it just goes to show you took away the homosexuality thing Mm -hmm. for me it was the mother I I don't know I didn't I felt that there was they were driving home this kind of toxic mother relationship Mm -hmm. to me all the recorded you know phone calls and especially the bickering between Mm -hmm. them it was really weird yeah I felt that was the lens that his and, and the even bringing up the abuse from the dad mm-hmm. you know i thought that 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 was tr- trying to be the the um oh here's the reason he, you know he was tortured at home he saw violence at home mm-hmm. you know it, it yeah it was a lot yeah <laughs> it was it a was, lot it was definitely a lot um Another thing we could kind of throw in, any takeaways before we move forward to another topic regarding that? Because I know I wanted to make tonight's recording fairly brief. You know, today's been a very heavy day, which will lead into that. So trying to make it a little light Um, tonight. Yeah, no, I think I think if we just as people, as humans can allow other people to be themselves. And I hate the word allow because I truly feel we have nothing to do with other people being themselves. Mm -hmm. But. I think when we get over that hump, at least some things, not mm-hmm. all things, but at least some things will work themselves out from that one thread. Right. But, you know, allow is a good word because we live in a society where you kind of hit that earlier, you know, that whole machismo image, you know, mm-hmm. and he definitely did a lot to live up to a particular image that clearly wasn't him. He just seemed very tortured, you know, which right. is really unfortunate. Another quick Netflix thing I wanted to throw in. I don't know if you've seen the new movie, Courtney, but um, a lot of people have been talking about Tyler Perry's A Fall from Grace that was premiered last week. 
Um, now I I actually am a Tyler Perry fan. I look up to Uh-oh. him actually. I mean, you know, that's New Orleans own, even though he kind of reps Atlanta more than New Orleans, but that's another topic. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, you know, sorry Tyler for that one. But you know, I still respect his hustle and everything. So I was one of the first people to watch a fall from grace and everyone's talking about the wigs. <laughs> Girl, if you don't get those wigs together, honey, now, you know, I I know we just talked about outing people, so I'm not going <laughs> to go, but I'm going to say, I think Tyler at least knows some of the kids. I'm not saying he's doing anything with them. <laughs> right. You don't get one of the kids on set to get these wigs together. Right. It's going to be a problem. Exactly. Especially like, boo, you, you in Atlanta. Like, come on. You that's Come on, like there's nobody in Atlanta that you really can't find anybody in Atlanta that can get a wig right. Like, come on, we're yeah, talking and Atlanta. Wigs have been wrong since the stage plays. Exactly. And I'm like, okay, they on a shoestring budget. Mm-hmm. They have to go to the local beauty mart, beauty supply. Right. Okay, but honey, you got a trillion dollar <laughs> studio right. with five dollar wigs. I'm not happy. No, nope, 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 nope. And it's it's just, it's not right. I think the sad part is, I felt like this movie was actually different for him because they had, you know, the plot twists and everything. I'm like, okay, Tyler, but no one's talking about that because we're all focused (laughs) on those wigs. And, you know, my poor brother, Makad, I was like, what? When the, what was that like? Uh, uh, it was a hot top and a I don't know what the hell like that alone should have yeah, like, told Grace I like boo. Why he needed a high top fade? That's he what was I'm a saying. Nice looking guy, right? Without it, it just didn't make I any didn't sense. I didn't know why that was integral to the character. Right, and I'm like, I really was like, what decade is this set in? Is this set in the 80s? I mean, is this what's going on? But I'm like, I didn't pick up on anything that's saying that this wasn't the current time period, so I was totally right. confused. Okay, like, because that hair was ridiculous. It just made no and, sense. And let me say this too. I was not impressed with the movie itself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I like I, I am happy for his success. Right. <laughs> but I'm not the biggest fan of his art. Right. A lot of people don't understand that. They still call me a hater. But I truly am happy to see him go. Truly right. from rags to riches. From mm-hmm. living in his car. Right. living how he's living. I love to see how the people that supported him when them plays wasn't making nothing. He pulled them up with him. I love all that. I really do. Right. But I am tiring of Tyler's message always seeming to be that black women in particular mm-hmm. are always vying for a man's attention right. so much so that they will lose their way and find themselves falling from grace quote, quote, <laughs> or falling from the eyes of God right. and ending up with HIV and, and got beat by the man and, and can't go. I mean, it's just like Tyler, honey, it's not that serious for us black women out here. And a lot of us either A, have found partnership, mm-hmm. or B, have learned to love ourselves and be alone until we do, right. or C, leave bad situations early enough. Like, I don't know his deal with that. And let <laughs> me touch on that. I do agree. So let me clear up my statement. I respect his hustle. Trust me. I respect him 100%. Artistic-wise, mm-hmm. 
mm, you know, yeah, we, we I really need him to stop having all these sisters tortured in every damn movie. It's just like black women, our lives are not that bad. Don't it's just like I'm sorry, like this is a bit it is a bit much, you know, and I don't like the whole HIV as a punishment that he's done in several of his Thank movies you. too. It's like that's not like that's God ain't giving I'm out right HIV right to here. punish people. Like we we wanna we he really needs to step away from that too. You know, it's a bit ridiculous. You know, it's the same old plot lines quite frankly. Let's face it. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You'll have the busy career woman if who you don't do right. Right. Exactly. It's like we need to, you know, mm-hmm. get away from that mentality. You know, like let you know, let these sisters win. <laughs> like we don't have to be tortured in every movie, especially coming from a black male. Like put us in better lights. I will say that, you know, and once again, another point that you made, I really want our people to stop thinking just because we just because we point out something on one of our own, it's not hating. Okay? That's the that's one thing I absolutely can't stand like we can't criticize one another it's not even necessarily criticism just an observation and we don't have to like everybody that everyone else likes but if you don't like what the whole minority majority likes i'm sorry the majority likes oh you a hater why you gotta down your people you need to support it's like that's not not being supportive like i said i personally respect his hustle 100 percent but some of the art of his writing, it, it does need some work. And just like recently, he had the story that came out saying he doesn't have a writer's room. It's like, I can probably name about 50 people right now that can help you write some better scripts. And that's not even being sarcastic or anything. But I'm just saying there's nothing wrong with having a writer's room. There's, I mean, every TV hey, show, movie, etc. has a team of writers. It's just like you need... Some assistance, and that's just being constructive. And imagine how far his art could go if he had some other people in there. Because even as a new show he has now called Sisters, I couldn't get past the first episode. And even that mm. show, the wigs are off on that show too. I, I'm just saying, oh, like, Lord. just not. T- and the Oval, I heard was. Ugh. I heard is horrible, quite frankly. You know, but hey, anybody but that's you know listening. Please don't don't at me or email me talking about you and Courtney some haters. You not gonna just don't even do it, okay? <laughs> so, Let me tell you this. And that's another. We could probably make that a whole different episode too. Just you know, if you don't like what everyone else likes, <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. That's that funny Saturday Night Live skit too. I don't know if you ever seen it, where like Andrew Garfield was hosting, and he was like, "Oh, I'm not a." I don't like Beyonce and like people started coming out of the blue like um agents and stuff you know <laughs> ready to take him down because he didn't care for Beyonce oh <laughs> girl I have been put through the ring I've been called a hater and I just don't like other women oh and I oh and I'm like all I said was <laughs> <laughs> like oh Jesus Right, it's just not that serious, you know. Like I'm, I'm with you. I'm just, I'm not a big Beyonce stan. I don't consider myself a member of the Beehive at all, you know. Like I'm sorry, you know. And it's, mm-hmm. and I don't dislike her songs. That's the thing. Like, what's that song? Hold up. I love that song, but you know, am I like dying? Uh, am I Beyonce Beehive member? No, 
I love a husband to death. On somebody's Instagram and post a million B emojis. No, I'm not. Correct. No, I'm not. Exactly. <laughs> I, but I'm down with her husband. God knows. And here's the funny thing. When I hey, saw him in concert, I love Hope. When I went to see his concert maybe two, three years ago, I actually was wondering was she going to come out. And I probably would have screamed only because 444 was my album. And mm-hmm. I would have loved if she had it came out. Um, you know, it would have been cool. But it is yeah, what it is. Yeah. You know, but hey, but don't don't call us haters, okay, listeners, just putting that out there. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> so another thing that <laughs> happened recently was ironically with the whole R. Kelly thing. Now I know I did watch the first Surviving R. Kelly series. I did not watch the part two because personally I was like I had heard enough from the first one. I'm like, I don't need to know anymore. And I've already retired the chocolate factory. And just to, you know, I'm like, I won't listen to it anymore. That was my thing. Like, once they really confirmed what type of person he was, I'm like, well, I literally cannot. I don't listen to anymore, Kelly. I'm not going to lie. And it was hard for me, okay, because the chocolate factory... Um, was very <laughs> was a serious album for me at one point in my life. Okay, so there's one mm. song "Never Leave." I'm like, I can never listen to that song anymore. Like, I won't, <laughs> you know. So it was hard for me, okay, because that was my jam. But I'm like, I won't listen to that album ever again or any of his music. Just as a mother and as a woman, I won't do it, you know. But so ironically, after the whole second series, "Surviving R. Kelly," came out. The girl, one of his victims who had been, and I did call her a victim, I'm sorry. She, you know, was one of his main people trying to convince us during that infamous Gail King interview, you know, that everything was all fine. Um, What's her name? Azrael Clary. But, gee, big reveal that she said she really, she admitted to lying and now she's back with her parents. So, <laughs> what what is your thoughts on that, Courtney? Because there's so many topics, I think, that can be pulled from that whole oh, debacle. Know, right? So many things. Um, first, with her back with her parents, I, I'm sighing a sigh of relief. Mm-hmm, <laughs> because, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, the psychology behind abuse, mm-hmm. you know, forget the physical part of it. Right. The psychology of it will be the hardest part to get over. Mm-hmm. And when I, I, I swear I'm, I'm trying not to put it in, you know, this kind of halo light. Mm-hmm. But when I see her with her family, when they, because they're posting, you know, because they know people want to know what the journey's like. Right. She looks happy. Mm-hmm. She looks healthy. She done gained a little weight. And I mean that in a good way. Meaning right. She's being taken care of. Is allowing her to eat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, know? right. Um... And so for that, I, I don't care what anybody has to say. That is enough. And I'm hoping Joycelyn makes her way back yes. to her family as well. Mm-hmm. Um, whoa. Takeaways from the... You know, I canceled R. Kelly a long time ago. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, way before there was a mute R. Kelly movement right. and all that good stuff. When it truly was not in fashion to say forget R. Kelly, mm-hmm. I said it anyway. Right, um, And for me, it was the tape. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Well, now that I kind of look back and, I, and I'm a little bit older, I know how he got off. Mm-hmm. Um, 
at the time I didn't. Right. Um, but I knew no matter what anybody else said or did that I was done. And I loved right. everything about him up to that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, and that was just it. You know, I do think, I do think, and by accounts of the young late of the now women, um, that he is an abused boy at the center of it. Yes, definitely. I hate that for him. I don't wish it on him. Um, I do know in certain instances the victim becomes the victimizer. Right. Um, but in his instance in particular, I feel like he had ample opportunities and times to really seek help. Mm-hmm. And, and the not. resources to and get help. Mm-hmm. And you believed in your own godlike complex and you went further and further down the hole. Mm-hmm. And for that, you have to pay. I'm sorry you do. Right. You know, <laughs> I, I can't stand people blaming the parents. It gets under my skin to no end because I feel like we live in a society where you are going to trust your children with other adults. Mm-hmm. You do it every day. Teachers, pastors, you know, choir directors, right. coaches, and they all have been accused of what R. Kelly has been accused of. So, you know, it. I, I feel like people blame everybody but the perpetrator. You know, Correct. The we it. love <laughs> to blame the victim. Like, we live in that society. And the sad part is, especially when it comes to women being abused and children, you know, mm-hmm. just, you know, if you go back to just back in the day, like when a woman gets raped and they used to victimize the woman and analyze well, what was she wearing and as if she asked for it. It's just really sick, mm-hmm. you know, and at the end of the day, he is an abuser. And yeah, I get it. He had a tortured childhood, blah, blah, blah. But does it excuse his behavior? No. Exactly. So like, I can't use that as an excuse or as a way to justify his behavior like i'm sorry like Mm -hmm. this this is Mm -hmm. going too far and mind you same thing like i had canceled him prior to that surviving r kelly but i was like i'll still watch it and knowing the bits and pieces that i knew prior to the first documentary my mouth was dropped open probably every other five minutes just to hear how extremely Okay. So I was saying, like, my mouth was extremely, like, I, my mouth dropped open on several occasions because just to hear how deep this whole cover-up went to, how he had even a ton of enablers who they all need to be in jail right along with him. Mm-hmm, and even mm-hmm. one thing I took away after watching the first one was several people was just like, as you said, blaming the parents or blaming the young women or the ones that were a little older, like, oh, they should have known better. You know what? Abuse is a real thing. And abusers are skilled. They know how to manipulate people. They know how to brainwash people and they know how to get into their heads. So it's just really shameful that we blame the victims. And I also think it's more heavy amongst the African-American community because I don't hear anybody blaming the women who have accused Harvey Weinstein of assaulting them. I don't hear anybody saying, well, they knew what they were doing. I haven't heard that one time as everyone's like, oh, Harvey Weinstein's a pervert. But when it's the black women, oh, um, well, you know, it's it's blaming the women. It's like, why is it that the minority women 
are public enemy number one. So that's one thing I have a huge, huge, huge issue with, you know, but absolutely hearing that the girl did go back to her parents to me was like 100% at least a happy ending and a silver lining to this. When she first posted about this fight she got into with Jocelyn, the first thing I said to myself is please go home to your parents. Like, please, you know, because that's a child at the end of the day. So it is wonderful that she did go back home and I hope she definitely can get past all of this. And I do hope Joycelyn is next because it's just very unfortunate. So like I said, this particular recording, I wanted to make it really brief. So me and Courtney had already discussed what we were going to cover before we started this. But of course, today we definitely have to end it. This is a very heavy day. Um, I know, like, we're still in shots over the loss of the Black Mamba and his daughter, Kobe Bryant. I just, I really can't process this too well. <laughs> so, um, mm-hmm. I'm in complete shock. I just think it's just so unfortunate and so tragic. And it just ties into life is just so fragile. I mean, just like we just lost... You know, Weeby, what, two weeks ago or so? That was shocking. Um, One of my classmates, a lot of people in New Orleans knows him, Morris Reed. Um, He died suddenly. Uh I had another classmate die suddenly a few months prior to that. Um, Another one um, that we, you know, the whole curve, the runway, another figure that a lot of people in New Orleans may know, Keshia Caldwell, when she passed away like two years ago, super suddenly, early 40s. It's just shocking, but to hear this, I just I just can't believe it. Kobe Bryant was like a 100% legend, and then for his daughter, and these pictures that I'm seeing Girl. of him and his daughter, like, it's, I can't, I can barely look at it. Like, she literally was like the light of that man's eye, you can tell, and she was the baller, mm-hmm. from what I'm reading, out of his kids, oh, yeah. so oh, yeah. that's the part that's sad. They were on the way to a game, so it's just super unfortunate. Um, what were your thoughts on that? Um, you know, I I have loved Kobe Bryant since he took Brandy to prom, and right. I was wishing he would take me the next year. I know. <laughs> I thought about that, too, um, today, when he took her to prom. He, he's been my husband in my head, and I told my husband that, so y'all ain't telling on me if y'all tell him. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I have defended Kobe Bryant in many a conversation. I've shut down many a conversation when people start talking that mess and don't give him his due. Right. Um, so it's kind of weird, the connections that you will build with, you know, your heroes and or celebrities that you like. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just cannot believe it. And, you know, it makes me want to question why. Right. You know, this is the second time in my life someone I really, really love, you know, from a celebrity standpoint, was taken from me to first be an Aaliyah. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, here I am again. I'm going to be in mourning for a while. Correct. Um, And then his daughter, the daughter just takes me out. And and, and right. definitely the, the other family that was on board and mm-hmm. the pilot. Because it was another child, too. Thing. Right. It was yeah, another kid, it's, too. It's just, it's beyond, but to have that connection to him. And then here's, I was so, like, I really felt like he had something else coming. Like, yes, I mean, he was end. just 41 years old. I mean, Tell me about Jesus. It. And he was putting these 
pieces in line mm-hmm. that it seemed like when they all fell in line, he was going to be on to something else. Mm-hmm. I felt that way about Ali. I felt that way about Michael Jackson when he was right. doing his whole concert that was to be, and he was yes. working harder than he had in a while. You know, while yes. and then boom, we don't get the the benefit of it. Right. But a subcategory to that for me is I just feel, and I said this before his death, I really did. There needs to be some more oversight in the personal and small aircraft yes. community because Dude, when this you is then too take much. Account, Carly McCord yes. and Nancy Parker, yes. I don't understand why they are falling out of the sky right. when commercial flights are flying every day. And, yes. and supposedly, when you think about it, their money should their their money for private air travel should be buying them more security, and it, it seems really like should. it's not. Right, you know. And I'm not saying our lives don't matter because we got a, a you know a, a, a you know JetBlue ticket, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying, you right? Know, we on spirit. The, the commercial <laughs> flight industry is heavily regulated. Correct. And we're not dropping out of the sky at the rate that folks who are paid like that was his personal helicopter. Right, because they said what he happened? was an avid flyer of helicopters. Like he rode mm-hmm. the helicopter on a regular basis. You know that was his way of traveling for several years. I mean. It's just unreal to me. And that's the first thing I thought of as anyone would have naturally out here in Louisiana, you know, and I heard it was a helicopter crash. Because what happened was my son called me because I was out. I wasn't at home. And he called and he's like, and the sad part is my, one of my, this is my oldest child, 18 years old. I mean, a Kobe Bryant fan, you know, I can't tell you how many pairs of Kobe shoes that he had. And he's like, I answered the phone and the first thing he said was, did you hear um, Kobe's dad? I'm like, what? Who? Because I'm like, he cannot possibly be talking about Kobe Bryant. There must be another Kobe in Slidell that yeah, he's referring to. Right. And when he said Kobe Bryant, I'm just like, I just, it just, I'm like, it can't be real. I'm like, are you sure? I'm like, where are you hearing this from? I'm like, what happened? How? It just didn't sound right. It still doesn't sound right tonight. At ten ten p.m., I just tell me about it. Doesn't make later. any sense to me. Like it's like it's unreal. Like I just I can't comprehend that he died today. Mm-hmm. Like it just doesn't make any sense to me. Is it does it? I, I don't know if that'll ever sound be real to me. Just like, I, and then I instantly thought about Carly. You know her in that helicopter crash what a month ago, and Nancy Parker, and then of course our community. Of course, we're gonna think of Aaliyah. You know. Just deaths like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm still not over Prince dying. And, you know, no, he didn't die in a crash. But just how, to me, it was sudden, like he was just taken away. You know, I can't right. comprehend that at all. But just something about this particular death is just, it just and doesn't you know, process to know. me. I'm reaching here. I'm reaching. Maybe it's my way as a human to try to piece it all together but mm-hmm. I try to find lessons like with the Aaliyah death mm-hmm. and I, anybody knows me knows how much I loved her and so anyway and so there was there was reports that maybe she kind of pushed the pilot to go ahead and fly the plane although it was slightly overweight right with the baggage over the weight mm-hmm. limit and things like that mm-hmm. so I said okay maybe the lesson here is to take a beat be patient you know, that type of thing. Right. Um, and so I'm, list, I'm looking at this Kobe thing. I'm like, okay, you know, wh- what's the lesson here? Did did he, because he had the because he had the privilege to do so, maybe he didn't get the aircraft checked per maintenance schedule because, mm-hmm. you know, it's Kobe Bryant. And, right. 
you know, he has his own money and it's his own aircraft. And, you right. know, I don't know. And like I said, maybe it's just me searching, but I guess what the, one of the first things I'm thinking is we aren't bigger than being human. And maybe sometimes when we think we are, we should take a beat, you know, follow the rules as it were, or or make sure we're doing everything safely or if it's about being on time and rushing, no, take our time. The game will be there. That game right. would have been there. If that was it, I'm not saying it is, right. but that game would have been there. It's right. better to have a late Kobe Bryant than a, a late Kobe Bryant. I just, I'm just trying to process. I'm looking at all the pictures that social media is posting with him and his daughter, and they just look like they were so happy together, like they had a unique bond. Ooh, There's ooh. a clip of him on Jimmy Kimmel speaking about his daughter. Because, you know, of course, him and Vanessa Bryant have four daughters. And in the clip, he's saying how people were saying, oh, you guys need to have that boy to live the legacy. And he's referring to his daughter saying she was like, no, you don't need a boy. You got that through me. You know, because she was like the baller, supposedly. You know, it's just so sad. I just, I can't imagine what his wife is dealing with tonight. But there is some type of... Just to think of them together in the end, you know, just looking at the pictures of them together, I mean, it's so heartbreaking and sad, but it's some level of a strange feeling that at least they were together. I don't know, like maybe it was just meant to be some type of way for, because they seem they have some type of special bond. You know, it's just, I don't know, I'm just trying to make some sense of it right now, even if what I'm saying doesn't make any sense. Like, I'm trying to process this to make some type of level of comprehension that this makes some level of sense, you know. But the fact that they went together, I don't know, maybe it was just some type of fate, because it really does seem like he had a particular bond with her. I even saw one picture, whereas the family picture, the girl, Gianna, she's like not even with the mother and other kids she's standing behind her father embracing him Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and you know i can't it's really hard for me to look at those pictures like i literally had some tears tonight looking at them together because i can't process this like this i don't know like this doesn't make sense to me like i cannot comprehend this at all but it's gonna take a while it's just it's so tragic to not think about it to not have it on your heart right um I just... It's horrible. I, I don't know. I, I just, don't know. I can't. Like, it's very hard to process. But one thing, I'm telling you, just looking at how this brother has lost his life and that poor little girl at 13, people, uh, people in the past, you know, we be passing away. Ironically, I want to say he was 41 as well. I mean, life, when I say there is no guarantee, we are not promised old age. That's something that we trick ourselves into thinking. We are not promised mm-hmm. old age. Then that's one thing that I, I really feel like we trick ourselves into thinking we have all this time. We don't. Okay, we're not promised tomorrow. It. We're not promised tonight. We're not promised the next 10 minutes. We're not promised what we think in our minds we're entitled to. Mm-hmm. We're not entitled to old age. So if anything you to know, take away from this... If... I'm sorry. We just... No, I didn't want to cut you off. I'm sorry. Oh, no. No, I was saying it's almost as if, you know, how dare you make a five-year plan. Right. <laughs> you know, like, it's like it's just like, it's like the audacity. you think. Right. We have the audacity to think we have all this time. And that's one thing that I, whenever I hear something like this, just to take away, which is 
tying back to the things we've talked about in past recordings, which is why you really have to live your life to the fullest. If anything, he's not here with us anymore. And when I say it is absolutely heartbreaking, but he achieved his dreams. I mean, no, was he finished? In his time, and maybe not, but in God's word, he was, he, you know, mm-hmm. he was done, but he had achieved quite a bit, you know, and Don't if anything promise. to take away from it is once again, we not promise tomorrow, we not promise all this time. So whatever it is on your heart that you're trying, that dream that you want to accomplish, please go for it. Please stop Absolutely. thinking that you have this time because unfortunately, for a lot of us, it's just not guaranteed. You know, it's just, it's just so heartbreaking. It's just really hard to comprehend. I can't wrap my mind around this at all. I you personally know, have everybody. Right. I just tell them you love them. Yes. Them, tell them how much they mean to you. Yes. Tell them how great they are. Right. Clear up any of the BS. Right. Any of the pettiness. Right. If you can't even remember what it's about no more, then it ain't about it no right. more. Because it's not <laughs> worth know? it. Because it's just not worth it. It's really not. I mean, you know, definitely it made me think definitely hard about certain people in my life after hearing about this. I'm like, this is just very tragic, you know. But like I said, once again, make the best of your life. That's everyone. Please make Mm -hmm. the best of your life and just do not take time for granted. If you got that dream sitting there, don't keep sitting on it. You know, stop holding on to it. Release that dream release what those barriers release whatever strongholds is stopping you from achieving those goals living your life whatever it is if it's something as oh i need to make amends with so-and-so do it oh i need to lose 10 pounds do it oh i want to go travel and visit this place please do it because we're not promised tomorrow and like i said this is just Mm -hmm. one of the most unfortunate tragic things i'll remember this as long as i live like how did you find out the news you know that this poor man lost his life and his beautiful daughter like i just i'm shocked i can't get my mind off of it the day after my birthday is just like like i was on cloud nine yesterday and plummeted today right absolutely sad i just you know I mean, we definitely needed to discuss it. You know, I didn't, as we discussed off off recording before we just decided, like, not to bring that up for the first portion of it. But obviously, there's no way we weren't going to mention it, period. But I just, I just can't believe it. I can't. One thing about Kobe Bryant, other than him being, you know, the Black Mamba, you know, I just, oh, my God, you know, just his skills on the court, of course. He was fierce. But... His smile is what I keep thinking of. Like, every time I, you know, saw pictures of him, he had that big, wide grin on his face. You know? Like, I just can't... It's just... I just... I don't know. I really can't. I'm always a very talkative person, but today is one day I just cannot wrap my mind about around it. And just to hear my son's voice, too, and he's like, Kobe's dead. I mean... It's just so sad, you know, just for every everyone that knew who Kobe Bryant was. And it's funny that you mentioned him taking Brandy to prom. That's one of the first things I thought about, too, him and her. Because, you know, we're old school, and that's when he first came out, you know. And it was like, this. oh, there's this young kid 
that's going straight to the NBA named Kobe Bryant. You know, he was named after, you know, the city in Japan, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like, wow. Like, we literally saw this boy's entire lifespan, you know, as far as him starting off as a kid. And I think that's another thing that's really hard for a lot of us because we really saw him grow from a boy to a man. And mm-hmm. it's just unreal. It really is. And one thing I do want to say is a little slightly off topic. I just think it was really irresponsible for some of the people that I was reporting before they had all the facts. Oh, all four of his daughters yeah. was on the, on the helicopter. When I say that pissed me off because... I mean, come on. This is a family. These are people. This is not just an image. Don't report something like that unless you have those facts. And then I thought it was so irresponsible. And then immediately I said to myself, oh, babies can ride on helicopters. I'm like, that can't be true because I'm like, one of his daughters is not even a year old. So I'm like, why would Mm -hmm. that? It didn't even make logical sense to me. You know, correct me if I'm wrong, anybody later, if infants can travel on a helicopter. But that's literally the first thing I thought, like, first of all, one of his kids is not even a year old. So I'm like, I doubt Holly, a baby is on a helicopter. So it just was stupid and irresponsible. So that's just one thing. And then Rick Fox. Yeah, they killed off Rick Fox. I was like, seriously, I'm like, I messaged one of my friends like, in what world? I'm like, why can you, how can people be that irresponsible? And Every mm-hmm. time I scrolled on Facebook and people had the nerve to even post that, oh, is it true? How about you inbox a friend, phone a friend, like on the Millionaire, like don't post that. You know, I just it's just I don't know. I know it's a slight, slightly off topic, but that just really no, that, upset me. I think it's all it's definitely on. Um, you know, there's always these. You know, there's always the subtopics. You mm-hmm. know, we can talk about how we talked about the aviation industry, right? And now afterwards the the irresponsibility and reporting. Um, You can even, you know, go to Princess Diana's death, the the hounding Mm -hmm. of the paparazzi, definitely, because, you know, so there's there's definitely always those subplots that I think, you know, even before, during, or like this one, after a death, that need to be said, and that definitely was one of them. Right, that was very irresponsible. Just, I don't know, it just really bothered me. But um, once again, rest in peace, Black Mamba. I just, I said, I'm speechless. I know this is just going to be hard for the whole country. And I, the, the the sad part is that the Grammys took place in the Staples Center. I refused to watch it once I got home. I'm like, I don't even want to see anything taking place in the Staples Center right now. You know, because yeah. the yeah. irony of that show taking place there, too. You know, it's really sad. I know, I know. It's just unreal, but, you know, once again, we had to wrap it up and mention him. There was no way we were going to do anything and not mention him, period, you know, but I just, very sad and unfortunate. I normally end all the podcasts saying, you know, whatever season you're in, but tonight, like I said, my heart is extremely heavy over this, so, like I said, what I will wrap it up and say, you know, is ending on a somber note, you know, but whatever season that you're in, just... Definitely go love yourself. I always mention that, but tonight I just want to end it slightly differently. Like, just please be mindful of time. And like I said, if there's whatever it is you have on your heart that you need to settle, just go ahead and do it. Because unfortunately, this is a prime example. Life is going to be life regardless. We can't, like they said, if you want to make God laugh, show him your plans because he has a greater plan. And that's why you have to live your life out to the fullest because you really don't know 
what tomorrow is going to hold, what it's going to bring. Tomorrow is not promised. I know it sounds like a cliche, but today, to me, if anything, proved it. It's not promised. Those people didn't get on that helicopter not thinking they weren't going to see this afternoon or this evening or tomorrow. So it's just one thing to make note of, you know, like I hate to end it on such a somber note, but like I said, my heart is extremely heavy over this. It's really hard to look at those pictures of him and his daughter. Mm-hmm. I definitely shed some tears tonight, but I literally can't process it. But, um, you know, we I definitely wanted to end it on that note. Did you want to throw in any last thoughts to Courtney? Um, yeah, I, I just want to reiterate, you know, love them while they're here. Right. Love them while they're here. Tell them they're great while they're here. Um, and if there's anything to be learned from Kobe's life, don't give up. Be right. the best thing in the office, on the court, in the field, on the street, wherever you are. You right. know, um, that that that's lo- the 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 overriding you know theme I heard from those who knew him. Right. Is that Kobe was determined to be the best in the room, and right. the only way to beat him was for you to do the same. Right. You know, and you couldn't just mimic his level of work to be better than him. You had to go beyond it, and that was a feat. Exactly. So you know, for me, it kind of, for it renewed my commitment to do the same right and 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 hopefully you know we were already kind of on vision 2020 and making this the year mm-hmm. you know now for me I'm gonna do it for Kobe you know yes. I, you know I was definitely already doing it for my family for myself for the mm-hmm. Lord but you know this one definitely is for Kobe right so I do want to end tonight I posted um actually something on my personal Instagram and on the business Instagram too regarding Colby. So I do want to read it before we end tonight. It says, um, I have self-doubt. I have insecurity. I have fear of failure. I have nights when I show up at the arena and I'm like, my back hurts. My feet hurt. My knees hurt. I don't have it. I just want to chill. We all have self-doubt. You don't deny it, but you also don't catapult to it. You embrace it. So Kobe Bryant, God knows our hearts are breaking, but you know, God had another plan. We not we can't question it, but just like I said, this really hurts. But once again, just everybody, please love yourself, love your family members. Just don't wait until tomorrow. So thank you to anyone that will be listening and checking out the podcast. Um, this one is for Kobe. Thank you guys. <laughs>